Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. In stereo, we're available. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405 to the dream team. All in place, ready to answer your questions. Preferably about your animal. We just had somebody called in a few minutes ago, suspects their wife of cheating on them, and wanted to talk to the animal psychic who apparently thinks, I guess they think they could ask the dog whether or not... Right, if they've seen anybody. Has anybody strange been in the yes, house? Yes, yes. Unfortunately, Joy is not with us here today. She's still in the hospital. I don't know. Maybe maybe you, Joey. Maybe you could... Uh, <laughs> help this guy out. Help this guy out. What do you think? I can. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. What do, you, what do you think yeah, the cat's tell, saying? Tell, I think the cat's saying that, that he should um hang out on the corner about an hour after he leaves the house and um and check out what's going on there because um I got a feeling someone's coming in the house. Ooh, Wait there a minute. You, you said it was a dog first. Now it's a cat. It's a cat dog. It's a dog cat. Dog cat. Are you looking for holes in my story, Mr. Cable? You know, since, since a dog can't remember what happened like 30 <laughs> seconds before, I don't think it's going to do you much good to ask him these questions. Well, that's why you should well, ask the cat. That's why you said the cat. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there you I go. Mean, you know, honestly, if anyone's suspecting that somebody's cheating on them, nine times out of ten they are. There's a reason behind that, so whatever the cat says. Okay, so if you want to talk to Dr. Debbie today, or dog trainer Alan Cable, or even dog father Joey Volani, who will tell you grooming tips, as well as communicate with your pet at the same time, he'll yes. do that. Can I, just, can I just tell you, I demand, I yeah. demand that people talk with me. I demand it. I saw a story on the news last night, this little terrier, yes. you know, saved the owners, you know, was barking and scared away the, the thief, and the owner's on the TV going, oh yeah, yeah, he was excited after he knew it was his house he knew he protected us and i'm like yeah whatever he knew all that why do you think he didn't know that he doesn't know that he he knows what happens when it's happening and then when it's over he knows oh my owner's all excited that's what he knows he knows oh my owner's all excited they're all excited i'm excited we're all excited why are we excited he doesn't even know to ask the question why he's excited he's just excited because you're excited how long is their memory i mean do they forget things a minute pretty pretty fast very fast. We Very just... fast. I'll, give, I'll give you a little experiment you can do to prove my point, okay? Okay. Uh, okay? Let's take a beagle. Beagle, not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Nope. So, like, let's say you take a piece of food right in front of a beagle, right? Mm-hmm. And you take a coffee can, mm-hmm. and you put the food right there on the floor in front of the beagle's face, and you put the coffee can over the food. Uh-huh. The beagle will instantly pretty much forget that you did that, and the food is gone, out of sight, out of mind, and move on to something really? else. But what, what about like a Jack Russell Terrier? You can't do that with the Jack Russell, could you? No, no, no. No, with a smart dog, the, the smart dog will just knock the can over with his paw and get the food. But the beagle will be like, whoa, 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 whoa. what was I doing? What was I doing? Where, who are you? you know, I want to try that now. We get Ladybug excited. We just start yelling and clapping and saying yay, and she just gets all excited and jumps all excited. around. Yeah, she, sure. Sure, she doesn't know, she doesn't know what the heck's going on. Yeah. She knows you're excited. So do I. Everyone starts. <laughs> if everyone starts jumping around, clapping. Yeah, I'm smiling. I'm clapping. I don't know what I'm clapping. Wings I'm clapping. Yeah, arms waving in the air. There, I noticed that. Exactly. Yes. I demand people call me. I want a happier nation with happier dogs. Happier dogs start with happier people, smarter people. Education. Is this Sean? Yes. Hi, this is Dr. Debbie. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. So, what can we do for you? Um, I have a. Uh, Jack Russell mixed terrier and um, we had him neutered a few months ago and ever since we had him neutered um, 
he never used to use a restroom in a house at all, but now he's doing number one and number two. Uh, you know, kind of, kind of like not in one specific area, just kind of a little bit of here and everywhere. <laughs> but uh, okay. so we he was wondering. house trained. Yeah, was originally but, house trained. Yes, he was. Okay. And then we had him neutered, and then now he's not. So we was just wondering if the vet messed something up, or <laughs> just mad, or or what the deal is. All right. For, first, I'm going to ask you, how old is he? He is about a year and a half. Okay. So what made you wait a year and a half to get him neutered, if I can ask? Because, oh, because we didn't get him when he was a puppy. We got him when he was already, I don't know, probably close to a year old. We got him. Okay. He, he was just a stray. <laughs> so we took okay. him in. And, All righty. And does he, um, as far as playing around the house, interacting with people, how does he do if someone new comes to the home, um, if there's children around um yes yes we have uh, a son and um i mean he's the loveliest dog you ever see <laughs> if there's someone <laughs> willing to give attention then he's willing to jump up on her laps and you know whatever i mean he's a real friendly lovey dog and to other dogs too really so okay. I, it's just it's strange <laughs> Yeah, and I guess what I'm getting at is sometimes, I mean, neutering definitely, you know, I think it's a great idea that you neutered it because not only, um, you know, the health benefits, but just it removes a whole lot of issues. And unfortunately, we're talking about an issue that generally is helped by neutering. The times that we don't see some helping with um, problems with elimination issues can be as if there's something else kind of underlying the surface. And that's kind of what I was trying to probe and figure out. Because Jack Russell Terriers can tend to be little um, dominant little personalities, if you will. Um, they're little dogs, but they think they're big ones. And sometimes they like to kind of boss things around the house. So that's why I was just checking to see if there was maybe any kind of things where he takes um, control of certain furniture um if he nips heels or if he barks excessively when people come to the door any of those type of things where we might have maybe an underlying a little bit of a dominant streak that just for some reason after the neutering has kind of come to the surface um and the other big things that i always kind of look back on is after a neutering experience we want to make sure that certain things that we do because of the surgery have not upset the pet's uh, life in any way. Sometimes those cones that us veterinarians that we like to prescribe postoperatively, they're important, but they can be very uh, peculiar for the dogs, and that can even dis- uh, develop some behavioral problems. They may not want to use the doggy door. They may not walk normally. They may not even eliminate normally. So things like postoperative e-collars and medical collars can be very um, troublesome for some pets. So that can actually throw a wrench in things. And even sometimes some of the post-op medications might throw things a little bit out of whack. So I don't know what exactly started this off for your fella, but I'd say the, the solution is going to be we're going to have to treat him like a six-month-old puppy. Um, so we're going to have to actually treat him like a puppy who does not have house training skills. And that means you go back to the square one um, where we're not going to leave him um, unsupervised um, without you around, that every time we take him outside and we manually take him outside, preferably on a leash to go do his elimination areas, we praise him excessively, lay it on really heavy, really thick, and that will work 
wonders as a positive reinforcement, but we cannot allow him to have that free access of the home that he's probably very comfortable with and that we have come to expect. Because if you do that, you're going to set him up for failure. So treat him like that little six-month-old puppy, and you're going to really have to work hard to get him back to where he was. And I can't say, I know you said something about, you know, did the veterinarian do something wrong? And there's really not anything surgically that I could say would cause this, but some of those other things that I mentioned you know, the the cone, the medication, being away from home, some of those factors can really kind of maybe throw a little wrench in the system in a, in a household situation. So I'd see if we can do that and get back to the basics with house training. But uh, no quick, easy fix. So I don't have a, a quick one for you, Sean. Okay. I appreciate it. I would work with your veterinarian because, you know, they may know his personality and may have some other insight and some tips on what might work best for your situation. But, but yeah, it, I know it's so hard to take them back and, and think of them as a pup because you've come to trust and, and allow them certain trust within the home. So it's a little bit challenging to kind of remember uh, or to imagine them in that puppyhood mode where you have to keep them confined or crated and you can't give them that full trust in the home. But hang in there and you'll get there. This is Dr. Debbie. We are here to take your calls on your beloved little pet at 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, baby. How's mommy's little, ooh, your breath? Ooh, Max, your breath. Love stinks. Don't let bad doggy breath come between you and your pooch. Try Nutrident Complete from Malibone, the natural dental chew that's clinically proven to clean teeth better than weekly brushing. Nutrident's patented cleaning action fights built up plaque and tartar, the number one cause of doggy breath. Made in the U.S., Nutrident scrubs your best friend's teeth while he chews, so you don't have to. Nutrident from Nylabone. Cleans like a brush, tastes like a treat. Choose delicious chicken, grain-free peanut butter, and puppy bacon varieties. Available at PetSmart, Petco, and neighborhood pet stores. To save money, visit Nylabone.com. That's N-Y-L-A-B-O-N-E.com. This next song goes out to someone real special, web developers. You've developed a worldwide web of convenience, and Geico.com is eternally grateful. Now everyone can pay bills, manage policies, maybe save big money on car insurance, all from the comfort of their desk chairs, recliners, and water beds. You're magicians with wands made of binary code, and that's why we're sending this next song out to you. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com. Questions aren't always easy. They can be about tricky things like love or spelling. Those kinds of questions can mess you up. Look what they've done to the question mark. It's all twisted and weird like an exclamation point on the worst day of its life. Questions can be hard, but tax questions don't have to be. Because TurboTax has turned hard tax questions into simple questions about your year. Like, did you get married? Did you move? Did you get a new job? You know the answers to questions like that. So you can do your own taxes. Intuit TurboTax. It's amazing what you're capable of. Radio, the number's toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. 
In just a couple of minutes, we'll be talking to Stacy Nutini. Hope that's how you pronounce her last name. I have no idea. Started a brand new organization called Fund a Pet Miracle, and she's helping crowdsource surgeries and other medical procedures that animals might need and that owners can't pay for. About time. So that's coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, some email. This comes in from the app, the Animal Radio app. By the way, that is a free app. You can download it for your iPhone or your Android smartphone. Ask your questions directly from the app as well as listen to the show. Uh, this comes in from, you know, it doesn't have a name here. Guy or girl, I have no idea <laughs> who they were de- dealing with here, what gender, says, I've always had the idea of an animal radio show and just discovered this app. There you go. Hey, uh, Al, you should have an animal radio show. I should. Yeah, let's do one. It also says, I also thought of having vets and animal professionals on so people can call in and ask questions, <laughs> just like... Just doing. like we do. They say that they love that this actually exists. So we're... Uh, For 10 plus years. <laughs> yeah. 13. Going on 14. Not that anybody's counting around you. No. But uh, we're th- not feeling old or anything like that. There's, that's not the reason. <laughs> you know, like, like how long's how old is the app, though? Like, how do you even make an app? How do you create an app? What do you do? Well, you go to the app people. Is there an app store? What, what, it, you go to the back of the 7-Eleven. Where do you make an app? You have to uh, pray to the app gods. We all did for a while. We just got around the studio and prayed to the app gods, and we got ourselves the animal radio app. She, she goes on, or he, this genderless person goes on to say, I do have a question for the doctor. Oh, great. My cat has been sneezing, sniffling, coughing, gagging, sneezing, reverse sneezing, hairball-type coughing, and eyes watering. I took her to the vet, and he said it's asthma. But now my other cat has the same symptoms, so I'm guessing it's a contagious cold. I have them on amoxicillin and prednisone, and also I got a vaporizer for them. Any ideas? (gasps) Yeah, definitely. I I have an idea, and I would have the idea. Your dog does not have, or your cat does not have asthma. Um, this definitely sounds infectious to me. And as far as the, the first things that when I hear a kitty having those kind of problems, sneezing, congestion, runny eyes, coughing. We don't see a lot of sneezing and runny eyes with asthma. Asthma is a lower airway problem. So, yeah, I would suspect this kitty has a respiratory infection, and it's usually viral in cats. So I would throw away that steroid. That is the worst thing we could do because that actually suppresses the ability to fight um, infection. So it could make it worse. It could. And in 90% of the cases, feline upper respiratory infections are from either herpes virus or Khaleesi virus. Mm-hmm. So eh, many times we do use an antibiotic if we're worried they have secondary infections. So I don't think that's a bad choice. Um, but I think we should be looking at maybe some things to help the antiviral capacity, like a lysine supplement. Oh, yeah. And uh, definitely like the humidifier. So keep that up and keep those babies eating heat canned food. That definitely can help them to find their food and keep their appetite in face of all that congestion. If left untreated, does it just go away eventually by itself? Well, it depends. Some cats can really get quite ill from an upper respiratory infection because they can't smell. They'll stop eating. They can get dehydrated. And there is a form of Khaleesi virus, which is highly virulent, and it can actually cause death and can have some severe complications. So it really depends. Most cases, cats will recover with conservative care, um, just kind of like us with a cold, um, in usually about 10 days to two weeks. Um, but it is very contagious to other kitties. So that, that too, in the history, makes me think that these kitties have passed something back and forth sure and you talk about the herpes virus that was the name that you used that's different than the the uh, human (laughs) herpes virus this one could have symptoms like an upper respiratory infection is that correct Exactly. So, yes, it's the same class of viruses that it's a herpes virus, but it's not the same thing. So you're not going to give this to your cat or vice versa. Um, But your cat isn't going to have any outward sores or anything like that? 
Well, you know, in some cases with upper respiratory infections, when I've seen a lot of cats in group cat situations, I have seen them break with sores and plaques in their mouth. But the typical cat doesn't. It's usually congestion, runny eyes, snotty nose. Some will cough, um, but it's usually more of an upper airway type problem. There you go. Genderless person, I hope that helps you. I wish there was a radio show where I could go to get a gender. If only... If only there was that show. Or an app. An app to get a gender. A gender app. A but gender didn't you hear on you Facebook go. they're actually giving more options? You can list your I heard. sexual orientation and many options. So maybe there is an app for that now. There yeah. is, yeah, it's one. not just male or female anymore. There's over 12. There's other. Over 12. This, yes, this is what there's Facebook, over 12 sexes. According yes. to Facebook. According to Mark Zuckerberg. Hey, he's five by himself. <laughs> hey, Derek, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good, what's going on? Not a lot here. Uh, I have a sister who lives in Argentina. She moved down there quite a while ago and got married. Anyway, uh, they have a puppy now uh, to replace, well, not replace, but uh, they, their other dog died. But anyway, this uh, new puppy is uh, having problems They uh, down there in Argentina. When you have a puppy, the vets recommend that you keep it indoors for the first three months because there's so much disease down there. And so they had to have it go into the bathroom inside. And wow. uh, now now they can't get it to go outside. They had it going on paper inside. Uh, they tried taking the paper outside. And the dogs out there, have, down there, have to go on the pavement. Um, they try to train them to go on the street. You know, they kind of squat down on the side of the sidewalk and go on the street. That's what their previous dog did. But this new puppy, they can't. It's been a few weeks now since they've been trying to get to go outside and stuck on this going inside. And, uh, you know, they would reward, you know, if it would go at least once outside, they would reward would reward it. They don't want to punish the dog for you know doing what it was taught to do to go inside. So they're kind of in a bind here. I, I don't know how they got the first one trained or if it was already trained when they got it. How old is this dog, buddy? It's uh, probably like four or five months. Well, you know, um, there's a process to teaching a dog to do just about anything. And uh, I know you're going to relay the information to them. It's going to be kind of tough. Right. They have the internet. They have the internet, though, and. Uh, there's a lot yep. of ways and techniques to to teach a dog to do just about anything, but pretty much what they need to do is they need to have a routine and a schedule. Dogs need um, they need boundaries and they need rules to be happy and well adjusted. So what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to take the dog out on a leash uh, a lot, you know. And uh, basically, you know, and they know when the dog goes and how many times the dog goes. So they have to just you know, write it down on a chart, write it down on a piece of paper. When we wake up, let's say dog goes to the bathroom or the dog goes to the bathroom on the, on the paper. And I, I'm assuming, and that maybe I shouldn't, that they have the dog in a crate uh, and then no, they let him out, it, do they? It, no, it's in a uh, separate, it's on the first floor. It's in, they had a garage converted into part of the house, but it's still kind of like a garage. That's where it, where it goes. Okay. Well, what I would do is I would establish a schedule where four or five times a day I would take that dog outside and I, I would I would take the paper away. I would just remove the paper and I wouldn't put it back until the dog is unsuccessful outside. So basically, take the paper, okay, put the dog on a leash, take him outside, don't talk to him, don't look at him. Just let them sniff around, let them, let them do what dogs do, and you keep doing it. You do it many times a day until the dog goes. Eventually, he's going to go. You can't make him go. You can't tell him to go. 
he's just going to do it. I mean, that's that's how it is. Dogs are going to go. They're going to mark. They're going to go. Right. And when he does go, when he finally does go outside, let's say she brings him out like they, she brings him out, he doesn't go. Bring him back in, put the paper back, let him do his business, but keep bringing him outside. And you got to stay out there for a while. You know, you just can't go out there for like a minute, you know. Right. You got to go out right. there for, you know, 15, 20 minutes, let him walk around. You know, and let him sniff and let him be a dog. Tell your sis, is this your sister? I'm sorry. Yes, that's correct. Tell her not to talk to him. Don't talk to him. Don't look at him. Just take him outside. Make no big deal of it. It's not a, it's not a, you know, it's not an event. It's just routine. You're just going to take him out. When he finally does go, just say, tell her to say, good dog, good dog. Pat him a little bit on the side. Give him a treat. okay? Okay. And bring him in. Don't have the paper there anymore, though, because that's confusing. So make sure as soon as he does go outside, the paper disappears for good. And then four, five, six hours later, she does it again. So at least three or four times a day, she's going to need to take him out on a leash. She's going to need to walk him. When he goes, good dog. And let me tell you, buddy, this is going to take time. You know, a lot of people think they call up, they're like, oh, yeah, I'll try it. And then they call back, and they're like, I tried it. It didn't work. Well, yeah, you tried it once. This may take a month. It's a behavior. A dog has this behavior. He's He goes inside. He's been taught to go inside. So now you're going to teach him to go outside. And you tell your sister she is the dog's teacher. That's what us humans are. We're teachers. And it's our job to teach a dog what it is we want, what it is we expect, what it is will make us happy. Let's say she goes out with the dog and he doesn't go. And she starts petting him. You know, oh, it's okay, buddy. No, wrong move. Don't do it. Just calmly bring him back in the house. You yeah. only get excited and pet him and give him a fat when he does what you want does that make sense to you yeah yeah i think they got spoiled with their previous dog I, yeah i think they're really just gonna like devote that time because that's, that's what it's gonna take did they get the previous dog as a puppy or did they get the previous dog as an adult that's what i can't remember i think it was older but they had a dog walker back then they had a person that walked i don't know if you've seen down there they walked like 10 dogs at a time Sure. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if it was trained before that or not. Well, you know what, buddy? It's it's really cool what you said about a dog walker because dogs learn tons of stuff from other dogs. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Need a vacation, but it's just not in the budget? Well, thanks to our biggest sale of the year, spend six days, five nights, all-inclusive in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Crystal blue water, beautiful beaches, amazing amenities, with all meals and cocktails included. Just $3.99. Just $3.99 per couple, plus two kids stay free. And at just $3.99, this sale won't last long. Special terms and conditions apply. Visit Cabo399.com or call 888-475-9098. That's 888-475-9098. Skyco presents a man who just saved on his motorcycle insurance. What up? Evan here. Question. You like apples? I'll get to that in a minute. First, check out my motorcycle. Flames? Yep. Saddlebags? Yep. Room for two? Negatory! Sorry, ladies. I ride solo. Now, wait for it. How you like them apples? Aw, don't cry. Insuring this beast was crazy easy. Called Geico and boom, saved enough to buy a sidecar. Now, if you dry your tears, I might just let you ride in it. Geico Motorcycle. See how much you could save. Now, here's something you don't hear on the radio every day. Someone who can't see. I am totally blind. So I go through periods when I'm unable to sleep at night. And I feel like I'm constantly running. I can never quite catch up. But this isn't a sleep problem. It's something called non-24-hour disorder. 
Learn more about Non24 by calling 855-856-2424 or visiting learnmorenon24.com. Questions aren't always easy. They can be about tricky things like love or spelling. Those kinds of questions can mess you up. Look what they've done to the question mark. It's all twisted and weird like an exclamation point on the worst day of its life. Questions can be hard, but tax questions don't have to be. Because TurboTax has turned hard tax questions into simple questions about your year. Like, did you get married? Did you move? Did you get a new job? You know the answers to questions like that, so you can do your own taxes. Intuit TurboTax. It's amazing what you're capable of. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. An angry artist in Canada is expressing his or her displeasure with the city's deer population with a deer statue that's covered in deer droppings. Looks like the statement piece was left on the steps of City Hall in British Columbia by an anonymous resident. The mayor called it a very effective way of letting them know that there was a problem that needed to be resolved. However, city officials apparently already knew that there was a deer issue in town and they were waiting for a decision in a legal battle over a nearby deer herd. Well, they voted earlier this week to spend $15,000 on a project so they can relocate the deer. I guess that statue was pretty effective. I have had that problem, too, where I had a dog that used to jump over the fence and go into a neighbor's yard and do their thing, and then they created a statue all over my car. wasn't a good thing, but we fixed the problem. Attention fans of cat videos, the Internet Cat Video Festival. It's returning to the Walker Arts Center this summer. The Minneapolis Museum is bringing the festival back as a free community event at Open Field, the Walker Summer Gathering Place, it happens in August. About 10,000 people gathered at the Walker when the museum held its first cat video festival in 2012. Looks like something to do if you're looking for something different this summer. Last year, the Walker presented the second installment of the festival at the Minnesota State Fair. Information about video submissions and events will be detailed next month. James Lawler of Clearwater, Florida, ready for this, charged with grand theft after he attempted to steal over $300 worth of cat food from a local Walmart. Officers responded to Walmart on uh, Highway 19, just north of Clearwater, to investigate a shoplifting case involving cat food. Well, loss prevention staff detained James Lawler for loading up his shopping cart full of cat food and then walking to his car without paying. He explained to officers that he had done this in the past and that he steals the cat food to sell in what he calls hustling. He also said he was a friend with this guy who had 300 cats, and he sells the food to him and to others. Now, I'm not sure what part of this story I find most alarming, that hustling is actually a term used to describe stealing hundreds of dollars worth of cat food to sell on the black market, no less, or that there are apparently people out there within upwards of 300 cats that warrant this type of illegal activity. I don't know what some guy in Florida needs with 300 cats, but the Floridaness of this whole thing doesn't sound so good. All I know is that if I had a kid in school near Clearwater, Florida, no way in heck would I let him drink the milk. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit fosterandsmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. 
Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Really? No way. Hey, I'm Eric from Sam Adams. Here to get craft beer drinkers' reaction as they secretly taste Sam Adams' Boston Lager. It's got a good body. It's got a great taste. It's very smooth. I, I like that. You think you've had this beer before? No. This is Sam Adams' Boston Lager. Sam Adams! <laughs> I was going to yes. say Sam Adams. That's easy to drink. It's tasty. It's a very flavorful, drinkable beer. Smooth, but it does have flavor. I love a Boston Lager. What this tested is it put Sam Adams back on the map for me. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass, it was Boston Everyone, we're going to need volunteers to work this weekend. Man, this scout bitch is killing me. Thanks for volunteering, Mark. And let him be an example for the rest of you. Oh, oh I, no, I wasn't... I, uh, it's time for new Selsun Blue Scalp Itch Treatment. It works at the source with the number one anti-itch medicine, hydrocortisone, plus soothing aloe for fast relief. New Selsun Blue Scalp Itch. Science for your scalp. Use as directed. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Hi, Randy Travis here, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Uh, that can only mean one thing. It is time for Joey Volani, brought to you by Litter Robot, which automatically cleans the cat litter for you. You don't need any special supplies or plumbing. Just use your favorite clumping litter and never scoop dirty litter again. It's available at litter-robot.com. The dog father, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing, big guy? So it's not like a like a like a robot comes out like on a Jetsons and comes out and cleans the um the litter pan, right? No, but it's re- it's really cool because it sort of does look like a robot. It moves around. It's a, like a globe that rotates. It's really kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. I got to see that. Yeah, we oh. got one here. Someone? I think there might be yeah, one in the storage one. room. We yeah, get one out. One. Yeah. All right. I want to see one actually. So, but it's funny because I'm talking about cats again today. Cool. Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't even know that that um, the kitty litter was our um, sponsor. It's, yesterday. A, it's so serendipity, is what it is. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. So, a lot of people say that I, t- I talk a lot about dogs, which I do, and because um, I'm a dog father. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, I have some cat tips, and I had um, someone ask me about. What do they have to do to maintain um, healthy um, ears on their cats? Is it the same thing that we do with dogs? And it's very, very similar. Um, the difference is, is cats don't have any hair in their ears, so there's nothing to remove, which is a good thing because I don't know if I'd want to pluck hair out of a cat's ear because <laughs> oh, I probably, I probably yeah. wouldn't um, groom cats anymore. Exactly. So... The, there's a there's a few easy ways to do it. The easiest way that I find is, is you can go right to your local pet store and buy ear wipes um, or just get ear cleaner that they sell over the counter with um, cotton balls and and um, swab it out. If you want to be um, you know if you don't want to the cost, 
Real easy. Four parts water, one part white vinegar. Mix the solution up and just wipe your cat's ears out. Now you don't want to go in at all, really. You just want you just want to wipe out the canal, which you can see. So I tell everyone, just use a cotton ball on your finger because you're not going to be able to get in there too deep anyway, and you're just going to take out any debris. Now if it's really really heavy and crusty or has a, a horrible odor to it, then then bring your your, your cat to the veterinarian. Um, the other thing was, and and and, and someone sent me a message was how about my cat's nails because the cat's nails honestly are easier to cut than dog's nails <laughs> but here's the problem the problem is the cat itself yeah. exactly yeah. i i personally don't recommend this is this is my recommendation i don't recommend somebody doing it at home unless you are experienced holding cats okay or you have someone that's experienced holding cats because they're not going to sit there like some dogs and hold their foot and now some of them will but for the most part usually my experience with cats have been they let you do it until the very very end and then they <laughs> they decide that they're going to bite and they're going to scratch you and and and, and it's going to be a mess but if you want to be you know daredevil and you want to do it at home most cats 99.9 percent have clear nails Okay, and you can see the pink part inside the nail, which is actually the quick, okay? And if you go too close to that, you're going to make it bleed. So you want to have some sort of, of, of um, clotting powder that you can put on there just in case the, um, the nail does bleed. But I, my recommendation, stay about an eighth of an inch away. Take the hook off itself. And if you do that once a month, you'll have no problems. Now, cats that are not active, that just stay in the house and don't sc- use a scratching post or don't use your furniture or your carpets, you really, really got to pay attention to this because once they curl and they curl under and go into the pads mm. of the cats, but you know how sharp those nails are. They're like they're walking on um, sheetrock nails, yeah. um, and it's very, very painful for the cat. So you do want to check them. You do want to make sure. But, again, it's easier to go to your groomer once every six weeks and have them do it for $10 than to worry about getting bitten and going to the hospital because that's usually what happens. Yeah, I ain't touching that cat. Well, you know, I know the Olympics are over, but I think that should be one of the Olympic event is cutting cat's nails. Cutting cat's nails? Yeah, see, he can do the best and the fast and do them and something. Can that's, that's, that's an extreme idea. sport. That is extreme. There you go. That yeah. is extreme. I'm entering. <laughs> Let's uh, go to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how are you doing? Doing well, guys. How are you? Good. What's going on in your world? Well, you know, I've got these two dogs that are from the same uh, breed, same litter, and I'm trying to take them out on walks, and I'm trying to take one out, leaving the other one, kind of watching the house, if you will. And when we tend to do that, the dog that's not getting walked is out of control, howling, crying. It's a nuisance. Um, Is Alan there to talk about this? I'm, I'm here, Jeff. I'm here for you, buddy. Now, you, you take the one dog out and everything is cool and you leave the other dog in the house and the dog howls and goes nutty? He does. And it's not even if he's in the house. I may even have him in the backyard while I walk the other dog. I mean, I get it. He's jealous that he's not getting walked while the other one is. But it's like no, he's not control noise, if you know what I mean. All right, buddy, he's not jealous. Okay, dogs don't get jealous. The the problem is the pack is leaving, and you're leaving him behind, and he thinks he's in charge, and he's like, well, you, you guys aren't allowed to go. I didn't give you permission to go. So that's why he's howling. And to eliminate the problem, firstly, you got to be the pack leader. you got to be in charge, Jeff. Are you are you in charge? Are you a man or a mouse, Jeff? Hey, now. Hey, now. Come on, come on, come on Jeff. 
Come on, Jeff. Jeff, where's your? Let me talk to your wife. I want to find out who's in charge in that house. <laughs> Jeff, you've got to you've got to walk them together. One on your left, one on your right. You've got to keep them right at your side. You cannot let them walk in front of you. And above all, you've got to have a choker chain on so you can give corrections. And a correction is given with a quick flick of the wrist. You know, it's just a quick flick of the wrist and no talking, Jeff. And you walk them together every single day for at least 15, 20 minutes, at least one time a day. You enter the house first. You don't let them go first. You control the food. You do all these little things to let them know you're in charge. And once your dog sees that you're in charge, that you're a strong, confident, compact leader, the barking and the howling will stop because you'll just look at him and go, hey, quiet. Now, if he doesn't listen to you, you have to have a punishment place, you know, like a like a dark room or even even his kennel. I mean, because you're always happy to see your dog when he comes out of the kennel. So you put him in that place to let him know that the behavior is not you don't like it. And when he's doing what you do want, that's when you go, good dog. But you got to walk them together and you got to be the pack leader, Jeff. Can you do that? I can work on that. I can work on work that. Work on that, buddy. And be patient. It doesn't happen overnight. you got to be patient. But the less words, the better. Don't talk so much. Use your body. Be calm. Stand straight. Confident. Awesome. Thanks for that advice. I, I think you would have been talking to my wife because she does that to me. Because when my neighbor across the street, when she comes out of a house, I howl. <laughs> and she puts me on a choker chain. And um, So if you've been talking to my wife, we're going to have a problem here, Cable. Let me tell you. <laughs> I think, I think, Joey, I, I pictured you on a choker chain, Joey. Why did I know that? There you go. Thanks for your call, Jeff. one 405 to connect with our dream team. I just dragged one of these litter robots out of the closet for Joey to take home today. He doesn't have any cats, but he wants to check it out because it is so cool. The litter robot is a self-cleaning litter. It makes litter changing as simple as changing a garbage bag every few days. Seven minutes after the cat uses it, mm-hmm. it starts to rotate around. Big globe rotates around, and its patented process sifts out the poop. And not only that, it will save you on litter. You can buy any kind of litter you want to use. You, it. Don't use use a spe- you don't have to change your litter for this. No cartridges for it. It will save you litter up to 50% because it, it has this process that really separates the poop from the litter. It's made in the USA with a 90-day money-back guarantee and an 18-month full warranty made out of these great plastics here. Here's the website. I want you to head on over to litter-robot.com. That's litter-robot.com. Find out more about the Litter Robot right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, this is Doug Gray of the Marshall Tucker Band, and forever you'll always be listening to Animal Radio. Keep loving those pets. It's Animal Radio. The numbers are toll-free at one 866 405-8405. And uh, every month or so, we get Dr. Joel Ehrenzweig on the phone. We talk about nasty viruses and uh, all kinds of things that your animals can catch. It's uh, an interesting time always, but uh, sometimes I I kind of feel like when you come on the air, we're always talking about diseases or <laughs> sickness. But uh, you, you're going to talk today about the coronavirus. Tell us, doctor, how are you doing? Well, I, I'm not completely. Well, I don't have corona, so good. I'm happy about That's that. That's good. Uh, unfortunately, uh, too many of our canine companions are being exposed to 
uh, not only corona, but para, but lepto and, and a bunch of other diseases. And I, I think this is something that's been going on for about a decade now. People are um, have reduced the number of visits they have to, to their veterinarian. I read some, some crazy result, statistics. Uh, diseases that were once controlled and controllable are starting to spring up again. And uh, one of the things that uh, ProLabs has done is not only make canine vaccines available over the counter, but have added a couple of new components to the vaccines to address the problems that coronavirus presents and um, and leptospire um, presents to dogs that live ordinary, everyday lives. Well, now I've heard of leptospirosis, but tell me about the coronavirus, because I didn't know this is another thing we have to look out for. <laughs> Every time you, you turn around... It's it's a virus that um, is is very common in boarding situations. It can, it's like um, what's it, the norovirus in on cruise ships. It's a very contagious virus. Doesn't take much to pass it from from dog to dog. And with dogs' lifestyles changing, people taking them to dog parks, to um, doggy daycare, to you know walk with your dog, bring your dog to work. The potential for dogs that are typically kept in, in, in the house to be exposed to this virus is pretty significant. There have been a number of instances recently that have been not so mild, and the virus uh, does apparently have the ability to, to mutate and cause significant problems. And the easy thing to do is go to your vet, get vaccinated. If cost is, is an issue, and still, even though we're slowly dragging ourselves out of the recession, cost is very much a um, an issue for any of us. Uh, if that's the case, you can get one of the ProLabs vaccines over the counter. They've got a Univac 10 that has new components uh, for the new types of leptospirosis as well as corona. So for a very relatively small amount of money, you can give your, your dog optimal protection, whether you go to the vet and have it done or, or do it yourself. And giving vaccines, uh, subcutaneous vaccines, are pretty easy. Univac also has vaccinations for um, kennel cough, nasal vaccine, nose drops. Very, very easy to give. And the important thing is getting your dog vaccinated. Nobody knows what your pet needs better than your veterinarian and always you know, use their guidance and their suggestions to get your dog protected one way or the other, either at the vet or uh, from your dealer, but to get those vaccines that are needed into them. ProLabsPets.com. ProLabsPets.com. Dr. Joel Ehrenzweig, thanks so much for hanging with us. Take care. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hey, Jeff, how are you doing? Oh, just fine. Where are you calling from? Yeah. Yeah. I live in Boneville, Georgia. Boneville? Is that really the name? Boneville? Yeah, yeah. I found out a, a, a couple weeks ago our hotel burnt down there. It hasn't been inhabited since the 1930s. Holy I found out it was, they built it in 1845. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Some guy named Bones came there in 1840 and built a mill below the... He built a dam and made a mill pond and made a mill. And it became a booming place. <laughs> That's the name Boneville. Yeah, his his name was John Bones, B O N E S, and that, that beautiful. Up to about five years ago, we had a post office. Oh well, I'm going to dedicate today's show to Boneville, if that's okay with everybody Dem bones, in the city. Dem bones. Okay, Jim Bones, Jim Bones. 
Dr. Debbie, I, I believe this call might be for you from Boneville. Okay. So what do you got going on? I got these really handsome chihuahuas. I got a male. He he's, looks just like the Beverly Hills uh, male in that mm-hmm. movie. He's handsome. He's got all the markings, and he's pedigree. And I got a female I brought in, a puppy, and she's grown now, and I can't get them to the mate. Uh, well, she gets very violent. She has mm-hmm. mood swings like I've never seen. Otherwise, she's You've a, never seen a bitch in heat before? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, 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 you know what? She gets Her mood swings are so bad. I actually rewrote a Disney song about her. Oh, really? Oh, really? Can, oh, yeah. Can we hear it? In fact, I just added to it. Well, don't you want to know what I want to do to the dog to make her mate? First, or well, either one, I can do both of them. Yeah, well, either 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 way, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm game. Okay, uh, what do you want to know? You want to know what I, what my plan is to to make this happen? Yeah, so tell to me what, Tell me what your your plan or what you think the solution to this problem is. Okay, he he's been uh, humping on stuff like toys and all that, and just not ejaculating, not you know, executing an erection, but he humps on this stuff, and he has mm-hmm. this one pillow that's. He humps on all the time. We call it his woman. And I was thinking about ripping it open and wrapping it around her and take some baby diaper pins and wrap it around her. Maybe that might do two things. It might make him more attractive to her, and it might keep her from turning around and trying to bite him. Well, you know that it, it isn't a foreign concept, and they actually do this with um, collection of semen for large animals, large breed animals. They do have kind of like a a fake uh, um, horse that they will um, collect from, and then the, the animal will oh. mount that. So <laughs> that, that's a possibility. Yeah. How, so yeah, kind of like a Trojan horse. Has three of those. Um, so <laughs> the concept is there. Now, now the thing that I will tell you is that there are situations, especially when dogs are they grow up in the same household, that the female may never accept and she will never stand for a breeding. Even if she's oh. going through estrus and even if she is certainly horny as craziness. Um, part of that is because of doggy dominance. And there are some females that just do not accept the um I guess the the stature that the male in that household is um, worthy of mating with her. Um, she may be more dominant aggressive. Um, there may be other things going on with that fella that may not allow him to do the deed. So there could be a lot going on here that um, that, that we may not really quite understand. So I generally, yeah. if we have two dogs in the same household that things aren't going well, I don't get my hopes up too much because in many cases for established breeders, they will actually take the female to the male's household and allow the female to breed in that situation. It kind of, you know, it's kind of like on his own turf, you know, you're less nervous, all that kind of stuff. So you can't do that because your dogs are in the same household. Maybe we can send them to Kimpton Hotels for a nice little getaway or something like that. We can consider. (laughs) I may have to do that because, you know, I I want a son named Bam Bam. His name is Bambi and her name is Feline, like the Two deer from Disney. Yeah, yeah. And I want, I want, I want, I want to, I want him to, to move on. I want, I want another generation. Sure. Well, you know, Jeff, I got to tell you, I, I, I understand the motivation to want to have one of his own, but here in uh, Las Vegas, 50, almost, well, not quite fifty percent, but half of the shelter is is truly made up of a predominance of chihuahuas and pit bulls, oh, yeah. and we have no and, shortage know, of 
chihuahuas in this no. world. So as much as he may be beautiful, you can go to just about any shelter and find a no. beautiful young male and save a life. And I would really advocate that you consider that. Yeah, I've seen a lot of them, but they're all neutered and, and, and spayed. But then again, you know, we're probably going to end up getting him neutered before too long because this is going to be too wild. Yeah. I mean, he, gets, he whimpers and whines and she growls. And... Yeah, can I hear the song? I'd like to hear the song. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. okay here it goes. Here it goes. Corella Faline, she can be mean. Corella Faline, she's tiny and lean. She's got teeth and she knows how to use them. Watch your fingers, you might lose them. <laughs> Corella Faline, you never seen a sneaky, conniving, biting machine. <laughs> she warns you when it's time to go out. She's growling at you from underneath the couch. <laughs> I, I ended it there with Corella, Corella, Feline. I have more verses to go, but that's what I got so far. Wow, that's wow. Cool. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? That's good. I'm a awesome. truck driver. I got a lot of time, so you know I can make up stuff like this. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're very talented. You're you're extremely uh, talented. I might say. I might say America's Got Talent worthy. Talent. Maybe he's yeah. starting a new segment on Animal Radio. You know, maybe we need to have a you know a musical yes. component. Yes, I like this. That's maybe a good take idea. Rock and roll songs, Disney songs, and and add them to your dog's uh, personality. You know. <laughs> well, I, I, I maybe I, I just say if. Uh, it doesn't happen this time. I'm going to just get him fixed and probably go hunt another one down. Because those, those dogs are something. You, it's hard to break away from a chihuahua once you ever had one. Yeah, once yeah. you go chihuahua, it's hard to go back to anything else, really. Uh, oh, Jeff, so smart. thank you so much yeah. for your call today. You you know what? You've cheered me up, is what you've <laughs> me done. Me too. Okay. I hope my song did y'all well. I'm going to write another verse or two to it, make it better, but... That's not bad for on the steering wheel. If you write any more, let me know. Give us a call. Let us know about it. All right. We appreciate it. There you go. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's. Check out their brand new intro pack, the Chewy's Chicken Dinner, the Simply Venison Dinner, the Stella Super Beef Dinner, or the Duck Duck Goose, or the Phenomenal Pheasant. Or better yet, have your dog check it out. These are all great flavors, and you can find out which one your dog really likes the best before you invest in Stella and Chewy's, the food that makes Ladybug the studio stunt dog just look so fabulous. I'm going to hold her up to the microphone so you can see her shiny coat. She's so healthy. Ooh, she's getting vicious. Give her some Stella and Chewy's to calm her down. Ooh, good idea. She wants food. Hey, thanks, Stella and Chewy's, for sponsoring Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your Dream Team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome. The whole team here, toll free at 1-866-405-8405. Questions for the vet, the dog trainer, the groomer. On today's show, we're going to talk to a lady who's put together an organization that funds people's surgeries for their animals and, and medical treatment that they can't afford. And, you know, we'll get calls like this all the time. People will say, well, my doctor says in order for this animal to live, it's got to have this kind of surgery, but I can't afford it. Do you know anyone that can help? It's like Indiegogo or Kickstarter. It's what it crowdfunding is, is what they call that crowdfunding for 
Oh, we'll find out more. You'll just have to stick around for that, okay? Also, Jerry Grimick from the Hotel Pen. He's on the show. Of course, he comes on the show every year about this time to talk about some of the wacky animals over at uh, Westminster. And this year, especially wacky because yes, there's mixed breeds. Wow. Not just purebreds. They have not just all the snobby kinds ones. of dogs. Okay. So there's the commoners. Well, if you've gone to the vet lately and you had to go get prescriptions, you know how costly it is. It's expensive to have to go. I mean, it, it costs as much as human stuff, sometimes more. But I have a way that you might be able to save some money. I can get you a discount, maybe up to 55% on generics and 15% on brand name medications. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Good to hear. So I have one question for you, Dr. Debbie. Yes, what might that be? Well, last week, Brit Savage reported that iguanas have two penises. Is this true? <laughs> it absolutely is true. Yes, they have two. And you know, we actually, well, I don't know. Guys don't like talking about this kind of thing. But we recently had, we recently had um, a little lizard that had to have his hemipenes amputated. Um, so he got a little kind of funky infection down there and uh, we had to basically surgically remove them. So. Wow. Poor guy had two of them, wow. and he lost both of them. Lost both of them. <laughs> Dr. Debbie sounds happy about it. Yeah. Why do they have two? What are they, what's the purpose? Um, it, it's just the way that they were created. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, well, why look a gift horse in the mouth, right? Yeah, sometimes the guy upstairs just likes to clown around. That's all. I mean, there doesn't have to be a reason. <laughs> shows, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> I wish I had one. <laughs> You're fine without any? Every guy in America is crossing his legs right now. You know that after your story. I love watching you guys squirm because it's just it's just too much fun to harass you guys. <laughs> you have too much fun talking about Spain and neutering. That's for sure. Dr. Debbie, is it true that the great white iguani snail has over 1,000 testicles? <laughs> Now, I, you could be making up stuff. I have no idea about snails. I don't work on snails. Um, let's see. Um, oh, Irwin, please save us. Yes. How are you doing? Where are you calling from, buddy? I'm calling from Reseda, North Hills, actually. Okay, what's going on? California. Well, I have a Michon that uh, refuses to um, eat uh, whatever you give him or you give her. Uh, I've tried the... Uh, Try dry dog food and he doesn't want it. Uh, try the uh, mighty uh, dog food in can. She mm-hmm. doesn't like it. But strangely okay. enough, for last night I gave her a piece of uh, uh, eggplant uh, from a Filipino cooking and she likes it. Okay. <laughs> and, well, she's got good taste, huh? <laughs> now, is there anything else going on with her? Is she doing any vomiting, drinking more than usual, having problems pooping? No, actually, uh, none of them. Uh, she's, uh, she's drinking, I guess, normally, uh, but uh, she barks whenever she drinks a little bit. And she then, barks? Uh, she drinks it. She barks. B- barks? Know, she, uh, Vomits? No, she doesn't vomit, but uh, like uh, when you when you drink uh, the first uh, drop of water, like it came in so fast. That's how she uh, okay. reacts. So, like, she kind of coughs it up almost. Kind, it kind of uh, coughs, uh, coughs it up, and then okay. uh, she drinks it again. 
Okay. Well, tell me, but how old is your girl? Uh, I suspect she is uh, pregnant, but I don't know how to tell she's pregnant or not. Oh, okay. So she's not spayed then, huh? Okay. When, when was she in heat last? About a month ago. Okay. And is there a chance she got together with a boy? No. Okay. All right. Well, then, you know what? I'm going to tell you, uh, the number one thing I'm going to advise you to do is get your baby and pack her up into a, a vehicle and get her to a veterinarian. Um, because when I hear of a female dog that was recently in heat and isn't eating, um, the number one thing I want to check out for is something called a pyometra. And this is a condition in female dogs when they're not spayed, what happens is their reproductive tract, their uterus, becomes infected. And it usually happens about a month after they've had their heat cycle. And um, if we're pretty certain she hasn't had uh, any kind of breeding and she couldn't be pregnant, some dogs will even get kind of a distended belly and even look like they're pregnant. Um, but some of the really big warning signs of this can be um, a lack of appetite, vomiting, drinking a lot of water, excessive amounts of water, and then some females will actually have um, kind of a pussy discharge coming from their vaginal area. So you may not have all those things going on, but because the risk of this is so serious and it is a potentially fatal condition, I'm going to recommend you get their baby to that veterinarian um, and get, get her checked out. Um, and if he says, you know, hey, it's not a pyometra, then I'll feel a lot better, but I don't want you to take a risk on this, especially on a weekend. It's just uh, too dangerous. Mm-hmm. What can I do at least to entice her to uh, eat? That's the main problem. How, that, how old is your dog? I'm just curious. About about three months. I mean, three years old. Three and, and has your dog always been a finicky eater, or is this just a, a, a current yeah, problem? Yeah, something... she's been finicky. She's been choosy all, all the while, all the time. All the while. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And and that's you know that may be the case, but like I said, you know, for me thinking, the focus. Uh, I was thinking she might be uh, displaying this uh, gestation, uh, what do you call this? Uh, she might be uh, displaying to me uh, kind of this uh, that gestation period where, uh, like humans, they don't feel like eating. Okay, she's no. pregnant? No. If Dr. But Dr. Debbie's, you know, you, you take the dog to the vet, make sure there's no problems. And if there are no medical problems, dogs will eat anything. I mean, you put something in front of a dog, a dog is going to eat it. So the dog has figured out that she can manipulate you and can, and can control you just That's by ignoring her food. Too. That's what I was what? thinking, too, because she eats, she eats, uh, she eats vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I fed him. I fed her uh, vegetable last night, and she ate it uh, with no, with no hesitation. Hmm. Okay. Well, I I hope she's just being a fussy gal. And if that's the case, you know, I know Alan would probably support, you know, a little tough love to making sure that uh, she'll eat and she'll eat what you provide for her. Um, yeah. Buy her for- dog food, stick it in front of her, and walk away, and pr- and don't pay any attention to her. <laughs> oh yeah, I tried that. Uh, I tried that, and uh, she just uh, looked at it. she looked she looked at the food, then turned away and walked away. <laughs> you you mm-hmm. tried it once. You got to do it consistently, constantly, never change. Just get the food, stand there with it, whatever food you choose, put it down and walk away, and and just forget about it. Don't even think about whether she eats or doesn't eat. Just forget about it. Okay, I'll try that well, approach then. 
Indefinitely. If this baby isn't eaten for you today, I, you know, I'm going to go back to saying, you know, I, I have to be the advocate for your baby. And if there's something medically wrong, I don't want you waiting this weekend and uh, just trying different foods to get her to eat. So if she has no appetite and has any of those other symptoms, please get her to a veterinarian. Mm. Hey, thanks for your call today, Erwin. We appreciate it. one 405 How long should an animal stop eating before you really need to get to the vet? Well, it really depends on the pet. So if we have a track record of being a picky eater and where you always pull something off the table and you indulge them, um, that's hard to gauge. So it's, it's one reason why you want to stick to a faithful, stable diet so you don't encourage that, so you know how to interpret um, a good eater. Um, for me, if a pet's not eating and there's something else going on, um, really, for my dogs, if they weren't to eat for 24 hours, I'd know that's a serious problem. Some picky eaters could go two days, three days. Um, um, but you know what? Um, I, I'm just really, really concerned about his doggy, um, you know, having potentially some reproductive problems going on there. So Okay. It's so interesting because I just helped somebody with that same problem uh, two weeks ago. So funny. You know, she, you would think that she is an executive chef for this dog. <laughs> you know, so she took the dog to the vet. There's no problem. And I'm like, stop making a big deal out of this. Just put the food down and walk away. Just put it mm-hmm. down and walk away. They eat whatever. Dogs will eat anything. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. We've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Need a vacation, but it's just not in the budget? Well, thanks to our biggest sale of the year, spend six days, five nights, all-inclusive at the fabulous Via del Palmar Resort in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. All the sand and sunshine with meals and cocktails included for just $3.99. Just $3.99 per couple, not per person, plus two kids. Stay free. This is paradise. Crystal blue water, beautiful beaches, amazing amenities. You and the kids, meals and cocktails included, all just $3.99. Save over $1,200. Visit Cabo399.com or call right now, 888-475-9098. That's 888-475-9098. At this price, the sale won't last long. Call 888-475-9098. Special terms and conditions apply. Visit Cabo399.com and travel anytime in the next 12 months. Call right now, 888-475-9098. That's 888-475-9098. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews, along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Hey everybody, this is Kenny Lee Lewis from the Steve Miller Band. Just want to tell everybody out there on Animal Radio, thanks for loving your pets. 
You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. After Ladybug finishes her Stella and Chewy, she likes to sit down and gnaw on a little bone. Of course, I'm not talking about a... Not a real bone. Not a real bone. I hope not, Hal. She likes actually one of those junky treats from one of the big companies that... uh, it's compressed rawhide and has a little bit of that, uh, what is it, fake bacon in the middle. It's yeah. probably not very healthy, but she likes it. And after she eats her meal, we reward her with that, and she likes to chew on it. Is there a difference between compressed rawhides, and what is the confusion that you talk yeah. about? Well, first I'm going to say, Hal, that that sounds very much like a doggy potato chip that you're feeding yep. her. Yep. <laughs> it falls into the doggy junk food category, so we do have to limit that. Okay. But yes, you know, we have talked about compressed rawhide, and I think there's a... Very big misunderstanding in what we're actually talking about and describing. So I want to clear it up. Compressed rawhide is a rawhide product that is under high pressure. And it is actually a very heavy product, and it's very boring looking. It only comes in one color, rawhide brown. Ah, Okay. (laughs) So I think many people misunderstand that they see those nice green, red, yellow sticks that are in cool shapes. that are like stars or Halloween or Christmas shapes. That is not what we're talking about. That is a rawhide product where they chop up rawhide, add fake colorings, and they press it into molds. But those are eaten very quickly, Mm -hmm. and while they may provide some safe chewing, they are not the same thing as compressed rawhide. If you're looking for something really durable to hold up for that tough chewer, you want to look for compressed rawhide, which is very kind of a tan gray, little glistening on the surface, and uh, like I said, it's boring. It does not have the bacon through the middle. Ah. It's not red or green, so you definitely want to look cautiously on that. How long should it take for a dog to go through one of these compressed raw hides. Some people say, well, they'll go through it in a few days. Some people say it takes a week. What? Uh, how long should it take to go through it? And does that depend on size? It does depend on size. It depends on how big of a chewer your pet is. Uh-huh. So for I can tell you for my Labradors who can go through a standard rawhide in about 10 minutes flat, <laughs> um, they it takes them about four hours to really work through a compressed rawhide. And at that point, then I get a little nub of that leftover and I throw that away. I don't want them to eat ah. that last bit. Ah, okay. So, so for a small dog, you know, they could last a couple days. Small, medium-sized dogs that don't have maybe the bite force that, you know, say the 80 pound uh, Labrador, like my uh, eldest son, uh, that uh, how long he takes to get through that. So, yeah, it's a little bit personalized, but definitely very different than all those tutti frutti looking treats that are out there. Judy, do you throw out that last little bit of the compressed rawhide for Ladybug? No, but I I watch her when she eats it, and I'm right Uh, there. I give it to her, but I sit right there just in case. Okay. And if if it's, if it's, Small and it's bedtime or something like that. I will put it away so that she can't get it the next day without me giving it to her, so I can watch her. What a her. responsible mom! She's That's responsible exactly. Mom. Yeah. And any chew item that is just all what it's all about. You know, we need to be watchful. No chew item is a hundred percent safe. So you always want to kind of be the responsible party. Don't trust the dog. Woo! We're having a party. We're chewing on rawhide this weekend. <laughs> so always be watchful. And for heaven's sakes, no bones. No bones. No bones about no bones. it. Well, hello, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing good, and you? Very good. I have the whole dream team here at your beck and call. Oh, I appreciate that. I've got a question about Dynavite, and if there's any other supplement that would uh, take the place of it. Um, I, I had a dog that was 18 years old, and uh, five years prior to her passing, we put her on Dynavite. She had uh, gross 
tumors that uh, actually expelled herself uh, after we got her on Dynavite about six months uh, afterwards. And, and the vet was totally amazed at that and surprised that she lived as long as she did. But uh, we we're grateful with that. But I've got a Situ, and then I've got a uh, mixed uh, Beagle hound dog. And uh, the Beagle is approximately 14 years old, and she's having arthritis problems with her joints and stuff. And we got her on glucosamine right now. And uh, is there anything else I can do for her to help alleviate her joint problems? Well, potentially, and there's a, there's a lot that we can do for pets that have arthritis or what we're presuming to have arthritis. And glucosamine is probably the most popular thing that we look at as a supplement form. Um, and just like people who take glucosamine, it helps to kind of restore the building blocks of cartilage and joint fluids. So that that's a very good thing for a pet that has arthritis. And I like to give that to dogs that have chronic arthritis uh, that are recovering from an orthopedic injury. So I think that's a very sound thing. As far as other supplements, um, some people give um, omega fatty acids um, for the benefits of joint uh, help as well. And that can be very useful. So, you know, things like Dynavite have some fatty acids. So, um, you know, I can't tell you as far as what other products I would use maybe there, but uh, I think a good fatty acid product is uh, definitely something I'd look at. Maybe and then, fish oil? Yeah, basically like a fish oil. And as far as other things that we look at, you know, we have to decide at what point do just natural things help and what point do we need to look at giving, getting the pet on something more definitive to help pain. And not that I'm against supplements. I believe in them. I use them. But I like to make sure that we're being very um, abreast of what's the most important thing that this pet will need. And if a pet needs a pain reliever, I believe in giving a pain reliever. So that might be something else that we can look at in an older pet. So if she's not already on some kind of non-steroidal pain medicine, then, you know, talk to your veterinarian because I would really look at that as well to use in conjunction with some of the supplements that can be helpful. And then probably the most overlooked thing when we talk about pets and arthritis is keeping them from getting fat. (laughs) And that's a very real thing that can help. And so many times we can take pets off of medications that are suffering with pain if we can get them slimmed down to that of a healthy weight pet. So that is always on my prescription pad for pets when we're dealing with arthritis. If they're on the portly side, we cut back on the rations and we do non-weight-bearing activity like swimming um, or even just low-grade walking just to help uh, burn some calories there. So those are some of the things I probably look at trying. And, uh, you know, I don't know what other kind of health issues your pet has because supplements are kind of always one of those things that it's an individual thing. I don't really give a blanket recommendation for what every pet might need. I was thinking maybe a baby aspirin a day to... Uh no. 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 Okay. Yeah. There's so many better things out now than aspirin. Aspirin is a wonder drug, but there are much more specific and selective pain remedies for dogs that can spare some of the side effects. And the bad thing with aspirin with pets is that it can cause stomach ulcers. 
it can cause kidney-related problems, and we're not effectively treating the pain as best we can when we have some of these other side effects. So um, there's a lot of medications out there. The newer ones um, are more selective for our different what we call Cox selection. Um, and I love some of the different products in use in my clinic, uh, Prevacox, uh, Rimadil, Medicam, Jeramax. There's tons. So I would talk to your veterinarian on what might be the best call for your pet and any other pre-existing conditions. But those kind of things far outweigh um, the safety margins of giving an aspirin or even, heaven forbid, something like a Tylenol, which has such a narrow uh, toxic uh, dose for pets that we try to just stay away from it. Boy, Kevin, you should have seen when you... You said aspirin. Her eyes, I'd never seen her eyes get so big there. You know what? I, I got a shockwave through the radio or through the phone here, so I understand that. I, I really appreciate your feedback on that, man. Uh, it's been nice talking Thank with you. you and- Thanks for listening to Animal Radio. We appreciate your time. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to anyone on the Dream Team. Calm down. Calm down. Hey. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, everybody. This is Frankie Avalon, and I love Animal Radio. Keep listening. For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem, and joints are stressed even more with increased activity in summer. FlexRx is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. All-natural FlexRx doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With FlexRx, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. FlexRx is available at Pet Supplies Plus or visit ProLabsPets.com. Hi, baby. How's mommy's little... Ooh, your breath. Ooh, Max, your breath. Love stinks. Don't let bad doggy breath come between you and your pooch. Try NutriDent Complete from Alabon, the natural dental chew that's clinically proven to clean teeth better than weekly brushing. NutriDent's patented cleaning action fights buildup plaque and tartar, the number one cause of doggy breath. Made in the U.S., NutriDent scrubs your best friend's teeth while he chews, so you don't have to. NutriDent from Nylabone. Cleans like a brush, tastes like a treat. Choose delicious chicken, grain-free peanut butter, and puppy bacon varieties. Available at PetSmart, Petco, and neighborhood pet stores. To save money, visit Nylabone.com. That's N-Y-L-A-B-O-N-E.com. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new exotic dinner additions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single-source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog. Only the good stuff. For more information, go to Stella and Chewy's. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Drs. Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, working anywhere for five years, ten years is a long time. If you've been somewhere for 14 years, you've been there a good deal of your life. And Blackjack the Horse 
has done just that. He is the longest-serving police horse in St. Paul, Minnesota. He's been a workhorse in his 14 years with the department, never once called in sick, never missed a day of work, and the 18-year-old horse is going to be returning to his owners. They donated him to the police department. He'll live out his remaining years in a pasture, according to Hank Price, the writer primarily assigned to Blackjack most recently. He said he's done his duty. He deserves a good retirement. Far as we know, it's the longest in the history of the department, at least in the modern era. Well, because it can take a while to find a good police horse and get it trained, the Mounted Patrol actually worked to get a new horse ready before Black Jack retired. Enter Lisa Halverson. She heard the police department was looking for a new horse, and she offered to donate hers, which is named Rascal. He's a 10-year-old Oldenburg breed, and he's got a ton of personality. It's kind of a busy horse. She said that he thrives on things going on, and it seemed like a perfect fit for him. It's a good feeling that he can do something like this. The Mounted Patrol operates year-round, so these horses have to wear special horseshoes that have studs so they can have traction on the snow and ice. Well, Black Jack's horseshoes fit Rascal perfectly, according to Price, and a farrier transferred them to the new horse. Rascal also got Black Jack's police saddle at a recent ceremony. Pet News and Views is a pet blog. And this is pretty cool. I don't know if any of your dogs are sick or not, or if you have to go to the vet, you know, once in a while they get like itching and you got to go get um, pills to make them stop. It can be very expensive. But this pet blog, they're offering free pet discount drug cards that are actually good for pet and human prescription medications. A lot of the drugs prescribed for pets are the same meds that we take, just in smaller doses. The cards are accepted at over 80% of all pharmacies in the U.S. and the territories, from national chains to local drug stores. The card never expires, and you can use it over and over again. You could save up to 55% on generics and up to 15% on name-brand medications. Just send an email to michelle at petnewsandviews.com. And let her know you want to get a free card, and she'll take it from there. You can use it for your own meds, too, so not so bad. It's uh, definitely worth it. An American military official says a dog was seized by the Taliban in Afghanistan, and it belongs to the British, not the U.S. The Taliban released this video, just like they had a hostage, claiming that they seized a U.S. dog in what the insurgents say was an attempted nighttime raid. The video shows the animal decked out in an elaborate harness, There's been no word so far from the British military on who this dog belongs to. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Drs. Foster & Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned, with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order, with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. 
So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Okay, you ready? I'm going to let go of the bike now. Wait, not yet, Dad. No, just keep pedaling. You've got it. Don't let go, don't let go. There are moments in life that cause us to hesitate. I already did. You're doing it. Woohoo! I'm doing it. But once we take action, we're awfully glad we did. Markets are changing and interest rates are still low. If you're thinking about getting into the real estate market, now may be the time to make your move. Every market's different. Call a Realtor today and visit Realtor.com. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Little Jack Horner sat in a corner of his ransacked apartment, wondering what kind of nitwit steals a futon. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency had helped him with renter's insurance, and he got full replacement. Unfortunately, little Jack Horner had to have his stomach pumped when he ate a six-month-old Christmas pie. Visit Geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Okay, you're going to want to write this number down on your unk. 1-866-405-8405. It's toll-free anytime you want to reach out to Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, or dog father Joey Volani. In just a couple of minutes, we're going to be talking to Jerry Grimick at the Hotel Pen. Of course, Westminster was about two and a half weeks back, and we want to find out all the craziness that went down. He's a doggy concierge. Concierge. I'd love to have his job. How do you say that word? I mean, concierge. can somebody actually say that word correctly so I know how to say that <laughs> word? <laughs> he takes care of doggy divas. That's what he does. He does. And I think he has to be certified for that. We'll find out in yes. just a couple of minutes. Yes, he did. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by FlexRx. Like people as dogs get older, arthritis is the most common problem that they face. A FlexRx doesn't just mask those symptoms. It restores natural joint function, and it's available at Pet Supplies Plus. Don't forget, $10 off coupon over at AnimalRadio.com for FlexRx. And uh, this is very exciting. You know, we get about a dozen calls a week. Okay, between 10 and 12 calls a week, people asking, do you know a veterinarian that uh, takes care of low-income people? We can't afford this surgery. We can't afford that surgery. And But the, the doctor says we need to do it to save our animal. Do you know of anybody that can help us out? And usually... We sc- we'll, we'll spend about 10 or 15 minutes yeah. scouring their area by zip code looking for low-income vets one. if we can. Yeah. But it's hard, really, to find a good solution or answer for them. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was really excited when this next young lady came along. Stacy Nutini, is it Nutini? You are pronouncing it perfectly. Okay. Well, we were just talking the last few minutes. What a great idea you have. You have Fund-A-Pet-Miracle. Um, basically, it's a crowdfunding platform site, much like... Um, others that some people might be familiar with, Indiegogo or Kickstarter. And it allows somebody to come on and create a project over a certain amount of time for a monetary goal need that they have for their animal. So, for instance, if your dog, Fido, needed a surgery that cost $2,000, you could set up a project for $2,000 over 30 days, and it will run and count down then for 30 days, and people can come on and donate to help you if you're in a time of need where you can't afford surgery for your pet. If, if our pet needs surgery, isn't it more... Uh... I guess 30 days seems like a long time. Uh, well, right. Some of some cases actually will be longer than others. We actually have a five-day to 90-day range on the site that people can set up projects for. And so, for instance, if an animal needed an emergency surgery, then they might only want to make that project for five days so that they can 
you know, create more of a call to action. But if you have an animal, for example, that maybe is going through something continuous, like chemotherapy treatments, then you might want to use the longer time frame. So it just depends on what your needs are. I'm assuming I have to put in a certain amount, a goal that I want to reach. What happens if I don't reach that? Um, actually, we are different in some states. Some states actually will only let you keep the funds if you raise the entire goal amount. But we believe that any amount that the project creators raise is theirs to keep toward the care of their animal because a lot of times they can somehow find another way to come up with the rest, whether it be through a care credit possibly with their vet office or a payment plan, installments or something like that. Um, so if a project, let's say, has a $2,000 goal and they only raise 600 they still get to use that 600 toward the care of their pet. So, Stacy, how do visitors to the website honestly know that what the money they're giving yep. is really to an animal's cause? I mean, how, how do you ensure that? Okay, well, every project has a, um application process. So basically somebody comes on and signs up for an account on our site, and they create their project, which submits it to us. And I actually am the sole operator of our site. So I make calls to the actual vet offices. So upon application, okay. they are um, they are required to provide us with their veterinary office information. So I make a call personally and speak with the vet or a staff of the veterinary office just to make sure that the animal and the owner are real, that they have been seen recently, that they actually have the problem that they are you know claiming that they need to raise funds for and that the costs that they're asking for the goal that they're asking for align with the cost that is actually needed. So I, I personally verify every single project that we allow mm-hmm. activated on our site. So so when you vet an animal, you literally vet an animal. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it's a pretty rigorous screening process just because we don't want people to be able to, you know, play upon the sympathies of others and create sure. fraudulent projects. How long have you had the site up? The site started on October 20th of 2012, so we are just mm-hmm. under a year and a half. And how's it going? It's going amazingly. We are actually almost at the $150,000 mark. Wow. Very close, just a couple thousand away. Um, so for that year and a half, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Basically about 10000 a month toward animal care. And, um, you know, we get more traffic to the site and more projects coming in every single week because word of mouth kind of helps spread the idea that we're out there. You know, until now, people have panicked when their animal needed something that they couldn't afford. You know, you rack your brain, what can I do? Where can I borrow money from? Which credit cards can I possibly max out? Um, and, you know, while people still still do that, at least they know that they have another option now if they, if they are willing to reach out and ask for some help from the pet community. Mm. We are with Stacey Nutini. She is the top dog at fundapetmiracle.com. Fundapetmiracle.com, which is a crowdsourcing fund or crowdfunding site for animals that need emergency procedures. The, uh, how did this, how did you figure this out? I mean, was this something like, oh, you had an animal, let's say, that needed that luxating patella surgery and you couldn't afford it? What, what, what's your story? It was kind of along those lines, actually. Um, my boyfriend and I started the site together and we had a, Beagle Terrier mixed dog who had diabetes and kidney disease in 2012. Mm. And we invested pretty much every penny that we had in her care between, I would say, January and the time that she ended up passing in August that year. And, you know, we were lucky that we were able to do so at the time, but, you know, we knew as well as anybody else that you're not always in a position to be able to do something like that. You know, everybody has kind of the highs and lows of life, and what if you're at a spot where you where you couldn't afford to do that? So once she passed, we actually were already in the process of trying to get the crowdfunding approved through PayPal because you have to go through a, a pretty rigorous, you know, business licensing process. Mm-hmm. 
And so a couple months later is when it launched. But, yeah, I mean, that's basically what it was, is that we were thinking we were lucky to be able to do this. We couldn't always have done this. In the future, we might not have even been able to do this. So what could we do to help people who were in a situation that we were in where she could still be healthy and have some care over a period of time? You know, and she lived the last, I would say, seven or eight months of her life extremely happy and healthy. You know, how do we provide that for other people so that they're able to maximize the time that their pet has to be healthy and, and happy with their family? Why do you think people give to strangers? Um, that's a good question, actually. I think that the pet stories are very relatable in several different ways. First of all, a lot of people obviously relate to a breed that they either own or once owned. So they see a story. For me, I own four beagles. <laughs> so <laughs> I see a story about a beagle. It automatically pulls up my heartstrings. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think breed breed relations help that. And also the specific problems that animals are having. Maybe somebody lost a pet one time that they couldn't afford to have surgery for for the same problem. And so they feel, you know, it pulls up their heart a little bit to know that they could possibly help the dog that needs chemo or the dog that needs luxating patella surgery. So I think those are the two main reasons. And obviously I feel that our site provides a pretty good layer of security as far as that we do thoroughly vet the project so people can actually donate with confidence knowing that they are giving to an animal who actually needs it, who is real, and that they don't have to have any doubt in their mind of where their money's going. It's people like Stacy that make this world a great place to live, and I encourage you to check out the website. She's doing just awesome work right there. Fundapetmiracle.com. Let's head back to the phones. You got a question about your cat, your dog, your lizard, your iguana, whatever. 1-866-405-8405 right now. Hey, Jerry. Jerry Grimick joining us from the Hotel Pen. How you doing, buddy? Hey, good to speak to you. My gosh, has it been a year already? Over a year. Yeah. I miss you both so much. We usually talk to you. Next year we're going to go. We usually talk to you before Westminster, and now we're going to talk to you after just to kind of find out what happened, what kind of weird things happened down there at the hotel pen. Of course, that's where all the dogs stay, or most of the the dogs with discerning taste, they stay there at the hotel pen for Westminster, right? That's right. It's the ones that request a five-paw service, Yes, I like to call it. And you do. You, like, deliver all kinds of wacky food up there, don't you? Oh, you know what? It's, it's, it's all the amenities. I'll tell you, as soon as you walk in the Hotel Pennsylvania with your dog, you're greeted by me, the doggy concierge. Wow. Do you, do you have to get certified I, for that? <laughs> you know what? It's, a, it's an actual online course you have to go through. Yeah, doggy concierge. <laughs> it's a three-part program, I'll tell you. And it, you, as soon as you come in, you get the welcome kit from the Hotel Pennsylvania. It comes with dog cookies, commemorative postcard, magazines for you to read what to buy for your dog, all about the Westminster Dog Show. Wow. It includes information on showtimes and all the events going on at the hotel. Well, that sounds like that's more for the owner than it is for the dog there. Well, they, I, you know what? I've seen some dogs, some dog owners reading it to the dog. Sure. Well, they'd have to because I don't <laughs> know too many... Dogs are very intelligent. Well, of course they are. <laughs> now, I know that usually you think of these athletes. They're athletes that they're, they're eating good before the big show. But actually, some of them have some uh, big-time sins before the show, don't they? What do they eat? What do they ask the doggy concierge to deliver to their room? Well, I gotta ask you. The most popular thing have been cheeseburgers mm. and pizza. That would be what I, I think. Would that's want. my room. Yep. That, I think that was my room that you were thinking of. No, I gotta tell you what's interesting. This year, I'll tell you. Uh huh. People were cutting back on the burgers and pizza. Uh-oh. Oh, really? Why is yes, that? And I have a feeling it had to do with the addition of the agility to the Westminster Dog Show. More dogs were eating healthier and homemade things that owners were bringing. 
Well, now the agility wow. competition allowed mixed breeds in this year. So did you have more mixed breeds down there at the hotel? Yes, I, you are correct. It allowed them. And we actually had the Rat Terrier, the Chinook, and even the Podengo Pequeno. We had that dog as well. We actually had one in the lobby that was wearing a, a nice sunny hat, uh-huh. like one of those Florida hats, and sunglasses. Wow. Wow. It was uh, a true celebrity. Yeah. I, Judy, were you there? Because you pamper your dog. I know you put I, sunglasses I, on your dog all yes, the time. Yes, I dress her. She, when you, you, know, out, you don't want to recognize her. She's sensitive. Her fur, you know, she doesn't have a lot of hair, and I have to take care of her. She'll get recognized in the supermarket or the dog park. They'll say, aren't you the Animal Radio Studio stunt dog? So yes. she'll have glasses on. I can understand yeah. that whole thing, and you'll probably see more of that. You know what? And I'll tell you, a lot of owners were asking this year, saying, where can I buy those accessories for my dog? Glasses, hats. They wanted those little accessories because now it's almost like you're pre-showing the dog before the show. That's what I'm saying. There you go. Well, yeah, you don't want a naked dog running around. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jerry, it sounds like you had fun as usual. We always enjoy checking in with you. Of course, the Hotel Pen can be found online at hotelpen.com. And we always look forward to hearing from you. And maybe next year we could bring you down. We'd love to work with you. You know, we say that every we year. Just, it, it comes it never so happens. fast. It just, boom. I'll tell you. We're talking next week. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. There you go, Jerry Grimick. Let's head back to the phones for you right now. For Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, or Joey Turner. Did yes. I say Joey Turner? Yes, you did. Yes. Uh-oh. How is she doing? Have we heard? She's no. still in the hospital. I don't know. As far as I know. Jesus. Joey, do you ever go to Westminster? I usually go every year. I didn't go this year only because it was um, right after the Super Bowl and I was just too overwhelmed. Next year. I go go, go to the Hotel Penn um, for the party, um, the pre-party, every year. Oh, man, that must be fun. Well, next year we'll go out there, we'll stay at Joey's house, and then we'll all go into the show and all that. I got the room. I just invited myself. Dogs or cats, horse or emu. When little Curly, a poodle mix, was rescued by a pet adoption league in Hackettstown, New Jersey, his hair was so badly matted that one of his front paws had to be amputated because the tangles had stopped the blood from getting into it. But Curly got a fancy new leash on life when he was adopted by Sharon and Joe Spitz, who own a canine cafe, a bakery that creates treats for dogs. They said they had no intention of adopting another dog. They already have three, but when they saw a picture of Curly, it was love at first sight. Curly now spends his days working at the bakery, happily greeting the customers and their dogs while wearing fancy collars and outfits. He seems to love his new job and, of course, those doggy treats. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people, too. Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Right now we have Terry. Hi, Terry. How are you? Oh, i got to press this button over here or the phones won't work. Hi, Terry. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Very good. Glad to talk to you for like a couple of seconds there. I was talking to nothing. (laughs) No, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Where are you? I am in Ohio. Well, you are on with Dr. Debbie. Well, hello, Dr. Debbie. So what do you have going on with you? Well, I have two Sheltie puppies. Um, they are eight, will be eight months old, the 15th of this month. And the little female, she's very tiny. Uh, she's only about maybe 15 pounds right now. And her brother is like 33, and they're out of the same litter. You'd never believe these are the same puppies out wow. of the same litter. It's a big difference, yeah. Yeah, it is a huge difference. Um 
her teeth, her front, I assume they're the canine teeth, the ones that point down and then kind of get in sync with the bottom ones, the long mm-hmm. ones, they're coming in on an angle. They're protruding forward, and it's kind of forcing her bottom teeth out. Is there is, is there something we need to be concerned about? Um, I mean, I've been on the Internet, and I've seen where they put braces on dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes sure. they pull the teeth, uh, but when they pull the teeth, that they have complications. Is it something that we can just let her go with, or is it going to interfere with her eating, or, or what? Well, generally, and what you're describing is where um, the canine teeth are the big kind of like the fang teeth. And um, particularly in Shelties, we do see this congenital deformity, if you call it that, where that big hook tooth, it is pointed forward, and it can actually interfere with the gum and cause some problems when they become more mature. Uh So it does usually warrant some intervention. And I'd say that most people tend to go to either one of two schools um, of belief here. One would be to extract that tooth um, because knowing that it's going to create problems, it's going to get caught on the tooth, we're going to have a um, an area where there's going to be uh, excess tartar that's going to build up. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a lot of veterinarians that will say just to yank that tooth, pull it, get it out of there, be done and over with it. Now, there's the other possibility of trying something of a procedure called a vital pulpotomy. Basically, it's the equivalent of uh, cutting off part of the crown of the tooth and kind of sealing it up. Um, uh-huh. So it's shorter. It's still there. We're not really damaging that root structure. Those are, the, I'd say, the, probably the two more common approaches. You can do braces, and you can try to restore that bite. Um, I don't know that a lot of veterinary dentists are really big fans of that, um, okay. but there are some that will pursue that. But um, just knowing that that's just a future problem waiting to happen, and, you know, I would probably say yanking that tooth is going to be the the best and easiest solution that I could tell you to well, do. Uh, what I have have read about is that sometimes this tooth evidently is as long in the gum area as it is hanging down and that it can interfere with her sinus cavities or something. Exactly, yeah. And actually, the way that any of those teeth on the upper jaw go is that there is, it's kind of like an iceberg. So what you see on the outside is only part of that tooth. Uh-huh. And that deeper part goes up and does penetrate part of the sinus. So, yeah, and when it's abnormally positioned, you're going to have more of a potential for problems there. Okay. Um, so so when, when we extract a tooth like that, we know we got to take out what we see and what we don't see on that tooth. Uh-huh. And if that tooth is removed fully and completely... And uh, that can be done, you know, with your veterinarian with the benefit of x-rays, where they take little digital x-rays of the teeth, just like when you go to the dentist and you put that bite film in your mouth. Okay. Um, we we do that for dogs, but they're generally asleep and sitting still, and we do those same kind of um, x-rays, and that'll help to ensure that that tooth gets removed fully. So, in other words, fully. as far as leaving it go, is her teeth, would her teeth be fully formed now, or are they going to get longer? Because it's kind of like, it's funny because we call her... Her nickname is Elvis because she kind of looks like she's got that uh, curling <laughs> You know, when <laughs> when she's uh, she's either got done eating or she's getting a treat or something, and then she'll look at you, and then she gets that tooth caught on her gum. And so I didn't know if that was if her tooth was fully formed yet, or if it's still going to grow more in, and then it's going to force those outer teeth out. Or I just, these are our third and fourth shelties. We've had two other shelties, and um, we've never had a problem with her teeth. And they actually came from the same breeder. Uh, they are the um, 
great nephews of our eight year old Shelty that we had to put down in June that was part of our family and so now we have uh, two tricolored ones and we couldn't decide on just taking one so we ended up having brother and sister now instead of just having one we have two. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> and the male, but, he's fine. His teeth are beautiful and perfect. It's just yeah, and you know, this this defect does come up. It's it's actually technically called uh, the term Lance canine, uh-huh. um, and I think for for your baby's purposes, you're going to still see some growth in that tooth, and she's still young enough that you're going to see it kind of grow even further out. So um, you know, so it, I, it I does, would definitely it, more, it does warrant attention then. Yeah, I sure would, and um, you know. You may have had shelters your whole life, but, you know, these kind of things do crop up in the kind of any breed. You know, a little uh, problem can come up, a genetic defect that you never saw before if you bred schnauzers your whole life. So, um, but, yeah, I think address it and you'll be you'll be on a good plane and she'll never know the difference without that tooth done in the long run. Well, there you go. It has just flown by once again. I want to thank Jerry Grimek, Stacy Nutini, doing good work. Uh, both of those gals, guys and gals, doing great work. <laughs> Uh, it's time for me to go home. Hey, be sure to check out the website and uh, download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. You can ask your questions right from the app as well as listen to the shows. A whole bevy of information and resources at that app. And then, of course, check out Dr. Debbie's books, Yorkshire Terriers, Shih Tzus, Pugs, Mini Schnauzers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend, available at, over at Amazon as a Kindle book. And, of course, we have links to everything you've heard over at AnimalRadio.com. Have a great week. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. This is Animal Art Radio Network. Network.